Welcome to Life in the Front Office. I'm your host, Jake Hirschman, and today's episode, we've got my good friend, Ronnie Burton. Really excited for uh, this series that we're going to put together with Ronnie. We're going to do five mini episodes. Uh, He's got a lot of wisdom to share, uh, and Ronnie was a good friend. I got to start off with this uh, in that uh, Steve Cobb, uh, who we both worked for at the Arizona Fall League, had at one point I was going through the interview process with Steve and he said, um, you know, Hey, I know you're going for this, this position in baseball ops, but I got someone already for that spot and, and, uh, I've committed to him. So uh, I, I really think you'd be a good fit for special projects, sponsorships, special events, et cetera. I said, great, Steve, I'm really excited. And so who, who's this other guy that's, that's coming to work? He goes, Ronnie, um, he's, he's coming from MLB and, and I think you guys will get along well. And sure enough, uh, Ronnie and I have become really good friends ever since and, uh, blessed and fortunate to be able to have worked with him and, and cross paths. And, uh, now we are, uh, I would say Ronnie is one of the most ambitious guys there is, uh, in the business and, and just is extremely, um, respectful and, uh, always a go-getter. So, Excited for this. Ronnie, welcome to the podcast. You know, every single time I'm on the phone or we have a conversation, I seem to learn something new from you. So excited to, to, to finally be on the podcast and, you know, thank God for Steve Cobb. And Steve, Steve, we, I mean, we called Steve OG Steve and Steve had no idea what OG meant uh, at first. So he thought it was old guy Steve and he didn't really like it at first. Then we told him it was original gangster, and he was all about it. So that's uh, that's Steve for you. So how how'd you get to your position in MLB where we met, and then uh, then fast forward through kind of your journey so far uh, post your experience with the Fall League? Of course, the game kind of ends for all of us um, bittersweet. But I knew I wanted to get into sports business, and my career was played in the NFL five years he says the nfl stands for not for long um you know your your mind will last forever um, but your body uh can slowly wither away and you're always one injury away from having the game taken away from you uh so he always told us there's so many opportunities to work um you know in the game whether it's through coaching or the front office it can give you longevity to do this for your whole life so i always knew i wanted to do that got out of school actually worked in football operations State was a recruit and left, got my master's in sports law and business at Arizona State. And that's kind of it and everything started happening in my life. Um, you know, I actually worked in fundraising development in the Sun Devil Club and athletics at ASU. And then from there, um, you know, I thought I wanted to go. Um, but ironically, it's kind of, it's it's crazy now that you look at it, but the Bud C huge interest in, 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 in baseball um, for, um, for a long time and also a huge interest in ASU sports law and business. So the program is actually then I was a part of the first graduating class. And so I thought I wanted to go back to law school. So I actually, after I graduated you, um, was coaching college baseball at Cal sat into uh, the legal field. Um, started applying to schools, actually got into California Western School of Law, got a pretty decent scholarship. But Welcome Week, um, I got in contact with with Tyrone Brooks of Major League Baseball. Um, and and there were some opportunities percolating, you know, 
um, you know, across front offices as they were looking to find diverse candidates to work with operations. Um, so for me, being a former baseball player, having played at a high level, I said, you know, maybe I should look into this. Um, and so instead of uh, matriculating to law school, I actually started the interview process with numerous MLB teams, ended up, ended up getting a job working for a man by the name of William Clement. Um, the, the MLB legal office and what was then the MLB scouting bureau. And I got to work at scouting operations, overseeing the administrative portion of the draft. Um, and that's kind of what got me back into baseball. But a lot of it was, you know, kind of happenstance and, and being in the right place at the right time. Um, and, and, you know, another shout out to Tyrone Brooks, who a lot of people know baseball from an MLB's diversity pipeline uh, for contact with me and building a relationship and saying, Hey, there's some opportunity out here. And also shout out to ASU Sports because, um, you know, they were very, very intimately involved in creating a lot of uh, curriculum around baseball operations and around what you would do if you were working in a front office. So, um, you know, that kind of led me to, to get to MLB. And then after spending about six months at the league office, there was the opportunity to come work for Steve in the fall league. And, you know, I had the chance to stay. I went to, to MLB. Um, and, and took the fall league opportunity, and, and that's where I got to meet Jake, and, and my path started from there. So, you know, it's been really exciting to not only work inside you uh, back in 2017, but then kind of see the growth that you've been able to have over over the last couple of years. And it seems like, I mean, we're talking about almost three years ago, which is crazy. Um, and, you know, you you went to Nevada, you started to work in fundraising and in athletics uh, there, and then have since gone to the Air Force Academy back to your roots with Colorado Springs. Um, tell us a little bit about kind of your mindset and shift uh, to go from baseball back to college athletics. I mean, well, the biggest thing for me, I think that as 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 a young professional, you always have of your skills. Um, and for me, I know that as much as I love the game of baseball, and how much I wanted to grow within the game, I knew with the, the skill set that they were looking for, which was heavily analytics-based, computer science-based, um, you know, I thought that I was going to hit a ceiling or a plateau relatively quickly. Um, and for me, being a coach's kid and having grown up on numerous college campuses, I was always enamored by um, the notion of, of creating opportunities for young to succeed uh, through sports and higher education. Um, and from a fundraising standpoint, being able to articulate that vision um, to prospective donors or to stakeholders, because I'd, I'd always been around such a profound impact on my dad's life. And, you know, I have, uh, you know, my siblings, every single sibling has collegiate incidentally sport. I too play college football. My youngest brother currently plays football at Michigan State. My other brother played football at the University of Kansas. And my at Grand Valley actually now work for Detroit Lions social media goes now um, line with that because of you know my upbringing and so when I was looking to pivot I said you know where can I take my and my skill um, and I, I'm definitely an extroverted person I said where can I find something that kind of matches that um, and that's when I started looking back into college athletics and and, and, and as Jake knows, it really wasn't easy to make that decision. Uh, after the fall league opportunity, I had opportunities to, to work for a couple of MLB teams. I had gone through the interview process, went to the lawyer meetings, and there were some choices to be had. And, you know, luckily, uh, when I interviewed at the University of Nevada, during the same time, 
um, that I was interviewing with other MLB teams in, in, the, in the winter slash spring of 2018, um, I ended up getting the opportunity to be the assistant director of development at Nevada. Um, and I would say that, that was probably one of the best but toughest decisions I had to make. Well, and, and we talk about it, you know, all the time. It's, it's, you were, I mean, you were just talking about t- spring of 2018. I mean, that was, that was two mm-hmm. years ago. Right. And so someone look at, someone look at you now um, in your position at Air Force Athletics um, and go, how, you know, man, how did, how did he get there? And like, it only started really, I mean, it started a while mm-hmm. ago, right. Cause you know, we just heard about your journey, but in terms of, getting back into college athletics and, and rising up the ranks there. I mean, it only started two oh, years exactly. ago. And, you know, I have to give another shout out. ASU, the, you know, I, I was working in a fundraising and development office. Um, and, you know, that gave me a great foundation working in the double club for you know, Cooper Jones, who was uh, uh, the executive at the time. Um, and I got a great foundation and in, to Build relationship with donors, understanding the difference between the annual fund and major gifts, putting you know in place benefits charts, all the things that go into athletics fundraising, but also you know major gifts fundraising. It was it was a great experience, but you know that foundation, I had no clue that that was going to be kind of um, you know a part of my career that really went to fruition until three uh, because I had that journey through football. Um, but I tell people like, you, it, it's, it's not necessarily where you start. It's about being persistent, always understanding and having the self-awareness to know where you fit best. Um, but what I've that I got, um, and, and spreadsheet driven baseball have really helped me raising a development arena in terms of a hard, whether it's working in Excel or Tableau or CRM systems, um, because some things that, that I got to do in baseball, I would have never have done if I would have stayed in fundraising. So it all works out for the better. No, you, you couldn't have said it any better. And, and I think you talk about the different experiences that you lead you from one to another, not necessarily knowing that it's going to happen, but just trusting the process, right? So we'll get into that in, in episode two uh, here in a minute uh, in that, you know, it's trusting the process. It's, it's ultimately focusing on the present, uh, the role that you've got and, and how you can maximize your experience and your opportunity and your skill set building uh, in, in which you can. Um, so we'll, we'll go through that and a little bit about the interview process. Um, but Ronnie, thanks for the time on, on part one of uh, your little mini series. Appreciate it, Jake. And I look forward to episode two.